Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Healthy Homo with me, Keegan Erst. And me, Joel Wood. Yeah, we're here together again. Aren't we together forever? Oh, yeah. Well, well, hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> um, it's good to be back. Yeah, here we are. Episode yeah. six. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah. We've been doing this for six weeks. Yeah, we're professionals now. Aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> how are you finding the pod? I mean, I know you had a podcast before this, but how are you finding being on a podcast with somebody else? A lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, so I did have a podcast called The Hearst Locket. Yes, I know it's a very good name. Um if you want to check it out, please do. Mm-hmm. Uh but I had to kind of knock that on the head with this going, but yeah, it's much easier because you can have that yeah. back and forth. And also you can you can gauge if something's landing or valid or yeah, because just talking wittering on on my yeah, own. Yeah, two heads difficult. are always better than one, aren't they? Yeah, but do too many sh- chefs spoil the broth i wouldn't say in a two maybe if we had three four five people in here potentially okay i mean i was on a podcast and there was four of us (laughs) plus a guest sometimes so and that was a bit too much i thought like sometimes it was you couldn't tell who was talking people would talk over each other and it was a great podcast and lovely guys it was great and made some really great episodes but it's more difficult the more people you have okay interesting Mm. so we won't get a room full then no i think it will be it will be a different vibe for us to get used to when we get guests on in season two yeah i imagine maybe we'll both be on the sofa together there and then the guests could have the hot seat okay i don't know We'll have to see, and then I don't know how that affects the I cameras. Love that we're, I love that we're discussing logistics. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we've had lots of good feedback from people watching like about audio quality, about this, about that, or saying, can I help in any way? And yeah. um, So I feel like discussing those things with you guys, you'll have... Some people said that you look uncomfortable on the sofa, that you should be on one of the chairs. Did they? Yeah, I don't think you look uncomfortable. I'm not. This is, I generally like to lean. Yeah. Um, I'm a leaner. <laughs> he is a leaner. I should call you Eileen. Yes, I do, Lane. <laughs> um, anyway, today's episode, we are talking around the topic of coming out mm. and how difficult that can be, what prevents people from coming out, yeah. how we as a community can make it easier for our fellow gays who are in the closet. Yeah, we had so much feedback from people who are listening to this podcast 
who are not out. So mm. hello to you guys. Yeah, big shout out to you guys. To the people in Just the clear your closet. search history. Yeah. <laughs> Happy healthy homo. <laughs> uh, well, if you want to stay in the closet, yeah. yeah. Some people do want to get caught and then it can, it can yeah, make things easier. True. And also we do have a lot of straight people watching. Yeah, we who do. Who are straight allies. Straight so allies. shout out to all our straight allies. Yeah, thank you for spreading the happy healthy homo yeah. word. But yeah, we wanted to talk about that. Obviously, we've both had experiences of coming out. Yeah. Um, a private one and a public one. In, yeah, in, for both in, of for us. For both of us, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think obviously we talk about why we do this podcast and we got like, a, we got a really a powerful email, didn't we, about someone for, who wasn't out. He signed it off as D. Um, and some of the things that they see on social media and in the media that they don't relate to and they don't, want to come out because mm -hmm. of because they don't see how they fit in with that and they would yeah. rather struggle and sit in silence than mm. come into somewhere where they feel like they're gonna have to behave in a certain way in order to fit in mm. so i think the overriding message for people who haven't come out and maybe want to come out is there's no right or wrong way to be gay no. You can do it absolutely how you want to do it. Yeah, make, that that's one of the beautiful things about being gay is that you can make yeah. your own rules up. Well, I think for me as well, my, one of my things before coming out was going. I don't want. I'm. I even said when I did my coming out video on YouTube about like I don't want to be a part of the gay community. I don't really identify with the LGBTQ plus community. I I am gay, mm. but I just like I'm not like I I don't identify with it. Now my views are really different on that and yeah. I know that came from fear yeah. and from a lack of representation of going okay so if I'm gay that that means I've got to be like this 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 and this and I'm not yeah. I mean I've had people tell me I dress like a straight man maybe not in this pink jumper. Uh but real men wear pink. Real men wear pink exactly. Um but I've had that and it was used as an insult against me but I was like well I'm not trying like I'm I like wearing a hoodie or jumper and jeans. Yes, you do. And I'm like, I'm not trying to wear masculine clothes. I just like basic clothes. And just because I'm not wearing a crop top or wearing rainbows doesn't mean that I'm not. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Any more proud of being gay. It's just, I yeah. like being comfortable and I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but that to me, I was like, I didn't really see many out and proud gay men yeah. that were like me. Yeah. And so, yeah. And there's nothing wrong, by the way, if you want to wear a crop top, if you want to wear rainbows, go for it. And I, I wish I was into all of that. And maybe at Pride, Maybe I'll wear something with a red. Well, I did at Pride wore something with a rainbow on. Yeah, um, yeah I I usually wear stuff with rainbows on. And yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. Yeah, um, but you don't wear crop tops. I don't wear crop tops. No, or hot hot pants. I would wear hot pants. I'd much rather wear hot pants than. <laughs> He's a, crop a big top. fan of a speedo. So. Uh, and a short short. I'm a, a fan. short short. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think come, 
coming out is, is, is a big topic, isn't it? Mm. So you're right. Representation is important. I remember when I, before I came out, I grew up in a very, you know, small northern town with a mum that was very much, you, this is what life is. You grow up, you get married, you have kids, you mm -hmm. go on holiday once a year and you'd be grateful for your lot in life. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, northern. Uh, so northern. So <laughs> northern. Um, and, you know, me, I was born late 80s, so growing up in the 90s, um, there wasn't a lot of gay representation, you know, mm -hmm. and people who I knew of that were gay were Elton John, who mm -hmm. was jazzing about on a piano with yeah. big star sunglasses and paulo grady yeah, rest in peace rest in peace who was a man in drag yeah you know and so they were they were quite extreme or what i viewed at the time as extreme yeah. versions of being gay mm -hmm. and i really struggled and also getting into playing sport mm -hmm. they weren't out sportsmen no. you know obviously gareth thomas came out a few years before i did but i was already married and had kids by then yeah um so i think you know, it is representation is a big part of coming out because you want to be able to relate to someone and see yourself in somebody else. So mm -hmm. that's why, you know, and I think we are moving towards that now. And yeah. social media is good for that because you see people living a life that you might consider similar to what you want to live. Yeah. However that is, whether yeah. that's... Um, a more heteronormative life or something that's that's not yeah. like there's there's no right or wrong with that yeah so i think representation is important and it helps with with people coming out mm. but yeah i think yeah and it works both ways you want representation of something that isn't heteronormative and a bit like flamboyant and i don't know just not what we've grown up with yeah thinking is normal but you also need representation for the heteronormative people gays who who want that who want yeah. the marriage the kids the the just mundane life basically yeah. and you know it's i thought i think it's important about what you said about how your views change about when you yeah. come, out, come out like when i came out originally so there wasn't a big gap between uh, me telling everybody privately mm. which i think was like the may and may june mm. and then by august it was in the papers mm. so there wasn't a a big gap for people to kind of acclimatize and i remember in those early months maybe even years um if someone had given me the opportunity to not be gay i would have mm. taken it yeah 100 mm -hmm. percent. i know a lot of people feel feel like that when they come out and yeah, self-acceptance is obviously a big part of coming out whereas now i i'm really proud that i'm gay i'm mm -hmm. really proud that of who i am and that i can live life on on my terms and that i can you know be a a, a bit of a role model for my kids for mm -hmm. people ar around me i suppose if people follow me on mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really proud that i'm able to do that and everybody and this is something that i talk about a lot is when uh, just by living your life as a out and proud gay man you are impacting the world yeah you are you never know who's watching mm -hmm. you never know who's looking and going oh you know that's also oh, that's an example of what gay is yeah and i think the the mod examples that you know yeah. you, 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 t you start bringing people in from these the edges of what you know the extremes yeah um and it just because we're, we're all human beings at the end of the day mm. so i think having that that different representation of, mm. of what it can be and that will change over time of yeah 
you know some people some people like come out of the closet and they're like yeah i'm here i'm queer yeah. i'm gonna go to every pride yeah, and yeah. i'm gonna do all that and some people come like yeah. kind of well i think i've said this before as well people that do tend to come out of the womb being like i'm here i'm queer maybe they've had accepting parents from day one where they've gone yeah. i know my kid's gay and i'm i love them and i'm gonna encourage that and just love them as they are and th therefore their kid grows up really confident in themselves and their sexuality it tends to be people like that i found that even will will criticize me not all of them obviously when i've said something and they're like oh you're obviously still internally homophobic and i'm like yeah yeah i do still have i, I went to the post office the other day to pick up a parcel which i thought was for me and so uh, he was like could it be under any other name and i was like well it could be under my partner's name but i think it's my name and even as i said that i was like oh he he I, he might know that I'm gay. People assume sometimes, but I know that I'm probably the in between, where I'm not super flamboyant, but I'm also not hyper masculine. So people are like, "Are you gay or not?" Anyway, I was like, "Does he think I'm? He, will he be looking for a female name or a male name?" Anyway, then it was like, "Oh, I've got one for Keegan Hurst." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's my partner." And as I said it, I was just like, "Oh, he like I've admitted that I'm gay. What if? What like what's he thinking? Like, yeah. does he hate me? Is he really homophobic? Is he?" And I was like, "As if." Like, I'm really proud of being gay, obviously. Otherwise, I wouldn't have a frigging podcast called Happy Healthy Homo. <laughs> yeah. But some people call me out for things like that and say, oh, you're just perpetuating internal internalized homophobia. You yeah. shouldn't admit to that. You should be. And I'm like, no, we all still have those moments. 100%. Like, yeah. that is, like I said about the barbers, and you don't understand where I get yeah. self-conscious at the barbers. So many comments from gay yeah, guys yeah. saying... I get the same thing. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. It's something about a barber and like the intimacy of that where I feel like I can't acknowledge that I'm gay. And I just want to say to those people that still have that, that doesn't mean you're not proud of being gay just yeah. because you have those moments of insecurity about it yeah. or worry about it. Because sadly, we live in a society that actually is not completely tolerant. Yeah. I know we don't like that word, but they don't even tolerate us. They yeah. don't like us or they discriminate against us. They want to beat us up or whatever. So it is a natural worry. I think it is really important to, you know, for, for being vulnerable and sharing that because it, it would be really easy to say, I'm really happy being gay. I've got everything figured yeah. out. I don't ever doubt it. I don't ever. And that's, that's not true. And I remember one time being, uh, when I was still playing rugby, I was playing mm. for Wakefield and I was reading a book, um, uh, by a guy called Paul Flynn that had uh, two guys kissing on the cover. Oh, yeah. And I was reading it to further my gay education, my gay education. Yeah. Um, and we were queuing to get on the plane to go to the south of France to play rugby. And all the, obviously all the lads knew that I was gay. It wasn't an issue. Mm. But I was, you know, we, we were like in a communal area where there was lots of people around. And I don't know why, I just suddenly became really, really self-conscious mm -hmm. of it. And I folded the book up and I put it under my arm. Yeah. And I felt so guilty yeah. at the time because I was like, people look at me like I'm a role model and I've come mm -hmm. out and, and here I am. There's still a level of shame or internalized homophobia mm. or whatever it is where I'm... And I, re I remember being quite upset and nearly crying about it and i text my my friend about it and i, I was like mm. i feel re really guilty about it yeah. and he was like well you know you're just acclimatizing and yeah. for some people that happens in a year yeah for some people it takes 50 years i definitely we we've had messages and emails from people aren't we who were like you know i'm 50 60 years old mm -hmm. and i i still don't like the fact that i'm gay yeah. and i think 
that has a lot to do with the environments that you put yourself in and mm -hmm. the work that you do you know whether it's therapy whether it's journaling whether it's yeah. the community that you're in we i've had lots of clients in ptiq who do, who've come in and felt like that and then yeah. don't feel like that it's, it's about who you surround yourself yeah. with that's a really big part of i think accepting who you are is the examples from the people around yeah. you Oh, definitely. And we all have that can be geographical location as well. For example, it's probably a lot easier to grow up gay in a big city like London or New York or I'm, I'm sorry that they're the only two examples. They're the that only two cities gives. that you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's very hard for someone if they grow up in a really rural town somewhere, yeah. either in England, America, Australia, no matter where you're yeah, from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but everyone's had their own struggles. So for mine, it was growing up with a religious background and growing up like I still uh, I'm a Christian I believe in all the things that I grew up believing in terms of the basic sort of framework of the Christian faith but I don't agree with lots of the teachings that has gone on there I guess you could call me a progressive Christian like Christian Chenoweth no talk spoke about her last episode she is a self-described progressive Christian okay and got cancelled by the Christian community for really? it anyway um so I've had to grow up with all of those hardships of being taught that being gay is wrong and sinful and bad and evil and disgusting. Mm. And I've had to like try and undo that. And part of that was me distancing myself from the Christian community, still engaging with my faith on a personal level, but no longer going to church, no longer going somewhere where I did feel like the odd one out and like the broken patient that needs to be healed. And so I feel like it's maybe easy to to say it and it's harder to do it but if you are struggling with accepting yourself as a gay man I feel like you can try and distance yourself from those communities and those people who yeah. are making you feel like that yeah. um, and do things like this watching our podcast hopefully yeah. if you find that helpful the more we can sort of talk about things and be a bit of a listening friendly ear to you guys yeah. when you email us and stuff hopefully that can begin to change your perception but how do you think people can can get out of that where they're saying I'm 50 or it doesn't matter your age I'm this and I still don't love myself I think yeah how who you surround yourself with is really important I think how you um talk the self-talk that you have mm -hmm. you know if you're saying if I'm gay I'm never going to be happy if I'm gay I'm never going to find love mm -hmm. if I'm gay I'm going to be lonely which is what the Christian community keeps saying <laughs> which is what a lot of yeah. you know the diatribe that comes out uh, that's anti-gay will mm -hmm. say is to reframe that and to find examples where that's not true you mm -hmm. know get involved in you know you can get involved in communities you know we spoke about this on the episode where we we're talking about making friends mm -hmm. you know you can get involved involved with communities that have like-minded values but I think how you talk about yourself the people that you surround yourself with um I think you know making sure that you are doing things that are in line with who you are is, mm -hmm. is the big one because again there's no point coming out and adjusting mm. what you're about to try and fit in yeah um so just do things that are focus on your body mm -hmm. focus on your mental health and focus on your relationships yeah they're the big three things that are going to move the needle forward mm. with how you feel about yourself if all those th three things are in a good spot yeah. you'll feel good and that doesn't matter whether you're gay straight or anything in between mm. th th those three things are something that you should always be working yeah on. it's like positive selfishness yeah because i don't know again sorry to bring religion into it all the time but i feel like i was brought up 
not necessarily by my parents, but just in the culture of a church to view selfishness as a bad thing. Yeah. And I'm learning that actually not all selfishness is bad. Like yeah. you don't have to be selfless all the time. And actually, like yeah. you said, investing in yourself. And if you're like, okay, I'm gay. I'm not happy about it. I don't feel I fit in. Well, yeah, maybe just focus on your own self-growth. Focus on learning about the history of the gay community. Mm. Focus on your body. Focus on things that you can actively control in yourself. Yeah. And from what you've told me with your business, BTIQ, there's been plenty of examples of particularly older gay men that go, I want to work with you, Keegan. I want to get in shape. I want to build my confidence, but I'm never going to come out. Just so you know, I'm never going to come out. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, I've I've heard this a million times. Yeah. Trust me, you are going to. And they yeah. always do. And, they, and they're happy. And yeah, yeah the, self-care is not selfish. No. How can you help other people if you can't even help yourself? Mm -hmm. Number one. Also, for us as as gay men, we have a tendency to prioritise everybody else because we've got to be the perfect good little boy because mm -hmm. we are gay. We feel that that's something that makes us less lovable, likeable, yeah. uh, acceptable. And so we put work, body, mm -hmm. um, money, uh, other things above that. Yeah. And if I have all these things, then everybody's going to love me yeah. at the expense of how we feel about ourselves. You know, I've had so many people who are, successful of what you would view as successful but don't like who they are because they've compromised their own values yeah. and things so you've got to look after yourself and i think that's a big thing why that keeps a lot of people in the closet is that they don't want to compromise who they are yeah and it's really important to remember that like we said as you grow you are not the same person that you... I'm not the same person that I was 10 years ago. I'm not mm. the same person that I was five years ago. Mm. My views have changed. My What I want from life has changed a bit. Mm. You know, and that's okay. That's, that's normal. So you don't have to come out and be the a fully-fledged, you know, member of the gay community yeah. who's there and you're you know going to political rallies and you're, you're doing mm. things like that like you, you, there's no expectation do it your way come out and be your mm. person and as we've said before you can be you know being gay can be a huge part of your personality mm. or it might not be that's yeah. completely up to you don't feel obliged to slot in somewhere definitely and i feel like that applies to the act of coming out as well so just in case anyone doesn't know who Keegan and I are because we've had quite a lot of new people go I've just discovered you guys I don't know anything about you but I love what you're talking about Keegan is a professional rugby league player so he has a bit of notoriety with that um, I'm a YouTuber like had hundreds of thousands of followers on my joint channel and like on my own and so we both had a level of notoriety yours was a bit more in the news like mine was uh, a few websites wrote about it but it wasn't like publications yeah. but we both as you said have this private coming out to friends and family and then public coming out i had someone very close to me say do not do that you're going to lose everything on youtube like youtube had been my job for like two three years like, you're going to lose everything and instantly i haven't and yeah. if anything it's grown but anyway well people i think i had that as well people yeah you know, if you come out publicly you know you're not going to get played anymore. Yeah. You, all the all the lads in the changing room are going to go against you. Mm. It was a complete opposite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the the hard part is, and I know not everyone can relate to it, is the public coming out and what? How's that going to affect me? But everyone will be able to relate to a public coming out in terms of my colleagues at work or yeah. things like that. But what I would say as well. I get some criticism when I tell people about how I came out to my parents, which was I texted them. Yeah. And even my parents, I think, were a bit like, 
I wish you hadn't like I wish you would have told us in person mm. but I'm adamant and I I've said to them I'm like well that's not a decision you get to make like yeah. this is me, like how I feel safe coming out to someone is how how it's done and that is very selfish but it's yeah. how it has to be I'm like I didn't feel comfortable coming out to you to your face it doesn't actually mean anything I've got a very close relationship with my parents I love yeah. them so much yeah. and they love me but I don't apologize for texting my parents and I even have friends go you texted your parents that's what yeah I text them on whatsapp I put my phone on airplane mode yeah. and I left it on airplane mode for hours until I was brave enough to take it off airplane mode and see text from my parents yeah, amazing. um but I just to well, say that there is no correct way to come out do it however you want to do it so how's about we reframe coming out yeah right rather because coming out is very it's you bearing your soul. Yeah. This is who I am, and I am hoping that you approve. Mm. It's very putting the control in other people's hands yeah. in it. So if we reframe it as rather than coming out, it's letting people in. Yeah. Who am I choosing to know something mm -hmm. more about me? That's my yeah. choice that I choose to do. I am choosing to tell you this about me. And it also, if they decide to react negatively, yeah. you go, well, that's your decision to react like that off you go yeah as opposed to when you come mm. out you, and someone reacts neg ne negatively you go oh no that they've i've been rejected yeah. and the power was with them yeah like you take it's up to you you don't you know because there's so many people who feel shame because they're out with yeah. their friends but they're not out at work yeah that's your prerogative yeah you don't have to come out all singing, all dancing no. to everybody all the time and walk around high kicking and throwing glitter everywhere. Yeah. Like that's there's you don't have to do that. And mm. also if you want to tell one person that you're gay and they they're the only person that yeah. knows, then that's also fine. Do yeah. do you and I, take control of it. And I that's a very good point. And it's just reminding me of to any straight allies that might be watching this, from you might disagree with me, but I feel like you won't. Um but is to say that I there's a way of asking someone if they're gay that I feel is can be appropriate and there's an inappropriate way. For example, the amount of normally straight women who go, are you gay? Are you gay? Are you gay? I hated that. It was immediately confrontational about something that I felt very ashamed about and like trying to hide. And of course, then I'd be like, uh, uh, no. Or to the occasional few, I might be like, um, like maybe, like I don't know. Um, that's so confrontational and not helpful at all. So if you are going to do that, firstly, I'd say don't do that. Just let someone be who they are and yeah. wait for them to tell you. And secondly, I'd say if you are going to have that conversation, make it a bit more of a, we're going to sit down like, how are you? Like, just try and create an environment where someone feels relaxed enough and comfortable enough yeah. to ask you if you feel you have to ask. But I would say... You never have to ask someone their sexuality. And I think it's very rude of people to do that. I get why they do it. Yeah. But I found that very confrontational. And I was like, also, why are you asking? Why does it matter? So what do you think then that we as a gay community or even as a society yeah. can do to make it easier for people to come out? It's a really hard question. I don't. I think, like we said, it's it's big, grand things of representation and m making sure people have the right outlets and resources to mm. to research it on their own times and to to let it resonate with them. And it's a personal journey, isn't it? But yeah. I do feel like confronting people about their sexuality is never a good thing. Even if you're yeah. gay, you're a gay man, 
asking another gay man if they're gay and you, you're pretty aware that if they are, then they're very closed off about it. Yeah. Why, why do you feel you need to ask that? If that person felt comfortable enough to tell you, they would tell you. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's about letting people yeah. have the time and the space so, it's to, about, so they're in control. Yeah, so it's about just creating an environment, whether it's at work, whether it's in your friendship mm -hmm. circle, yeah. uh, in your family group, yeah. so, to make people, you know, we, I suppose it's just talk, maybe mentioning that gay people are safe yeah. or... You, and yeah, and you can acknowledge if you're, especially if, like, if you're a straight ally or if you're a parent worried about your child, you can acknowledge and go, like talk about, gay people yeah. as a whole and how you think it's great and it and they're valid and they're they're welcomed and it's okay yeah. to be gay without projecting it onto said person and going you do know if you if you were gay i'd be okay with it <laughs> like maybe that is like an okay way to do it if you're a parent yeah but i feel like you can sense whether you're a parent whether you're a friend if someone is an ally and actually the people i came out to first friend wise yeah. were the ones that i knew had gay friends that loved gay people that didn't yeah. care so you know it's not it's i think that's a really important way of phrasing it. it's a good way of phrasing it is about not making it confrontational because yeah. you automatically yeah. go on the back foot yeah don't you especially mm. you know when you when you're not out yeah. like now if someone went to me and said are you gay i go yeah yeah. Why? Yeah. Whereas, if someone had said that to me a few years ago, I'd have been like, "Oh, yeah. I, 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 I. definitely, exactly." It's just the way, the way in which it's said, and with the intention. And if you are tempted to ask that question, you just have to think: Why does it matter? Why am I asking this? Usually, it's out of nosiness. Yeah. I need to know who you find sexually attractive and who you want to sleep with. <laughs> That's essentially what it comes down to. Yeah. Because in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. Does no, it? it doesn't. Yeah, but that's. So, my so the takeaway there is do it on your own terms. Yeah. Don't make it confrontational. Yeah. Um, surround yourself with people who you share values with yeah. and don't feel like you have to conform into a no. certain way. There you go. There's the episode. That's the episode. What do they call it? <laughs> TLDR. Too long, don't read. They put, okay. uh, you could put TLDR, da 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 all the things you've just said. I, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, well, I hope that was helpful for anyone watching this. I know if you are an experienced gay and you've long come out of the closet, you're probably like, I don't need this episode, and that's fine. But hopefully there are people that are... Well, I would say that those guys are the people that are living their lives and they're out there and they're making it easier for people yeah. who have not come out to come out to see someone who's happy, healthy yeah they're looking after themselves they've mm -hmm. got a nice life yeah who like who doesn't want that yeah what human being doesn't want to be happy healthy and live a nice life and feel comfortable in their own skin yeah doesn't matter if you're gay straight black white no. anywhere else like that everybody wants that yeah so we cannot we can all agree yeah on, on that and hopefully this episode has helped people with that yeah definitely yeah i agree well, so what do you want to recommend this week then? Ooh, I think I want to recommend something which actually Keegan has introduced me to. Ooh. You know what this is. Do I? Okay. Well, you can talk about it, but I'll, I'll say what it is. So Keegan recently has been making me and himself a chamomile tea every evening. Yeah. And so I just want to recommend chamomile tea. I'm a big champion of sleep. <laughs> I love that about you. Because sleep's so important for everything I talk about with health and mood and things like that. And we're all, we can all get stressed. Mm -hmm. And it's something I've kind of brought into my evening routine. 
I personally do a little bit. I do a bit of journaling, and I have a chamomile tea. And because Joel and I like, scroll on TikTok and have a chamomile tea. And because Joel doesn't <laughs> like to not copy me, that doesn't make sense. Because Joel likes to copy me, um, he's oh, I love a chamomile uh, tea. Is it that way round, or do you go, Joel? Would you would you like a chamomile tea as well? And I go, oh yes, please. Yeah, be honest, semantics. Um, but yeah, chamomile tea. Give it a go. Are We've you... had such good sleep. We've been sleeping for like 10 hours a night. Well, not every night, but... No, for the last two nights. Well, unbroken sleep. Unbroken has been the big... sleep. Like, I've, I wake up for... I'm a big man with a small bladder. Yeah. And I wake up for a wee, and I've not been waking up for a and wee. it's really annoying. <laughs> I've been, not been waking up for a wee, so the quality of my sleep yeah. is good. So give chamomile tea a go. You might not like yeah. it. You can also buy, like, sleepy teas. Okay. Um, oh, nice. I don't know if they've, like, got raw hypnolin or something. But... It's probably... <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, chamomile tea, give it a go. Give it a go or not. We'll see. But either way, we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you for joining us. Please rate us if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts yeah. and uh, leave us a comment down below. Share our content, whether it's on Instagram or audio platforms, YouTube. Yeah, give us that a follow on Instagram at Happy Healthy Homo. Yeah. And if you want to get in touch and give us an email, then it's hello at happyhealthyhomo.com. Yeah, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.